I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it makes it a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Make sure you crook. Supercoach 360 podcast. G'day, welcome to Supercoach 360. How you doing? It is your boy, Jazzy J. Uh, thank you for joining us in the Coach's Box again this week to talk all things NRL Supercoach. Uh, we have got a massive show coming up as usual. I've noticed I use the word massive a lot in all of our descriptions lately, so we're going to try and curb that. But anyway, it's going to be a huge night. Um, we, it, it really is, though. We do have uh, a bit to talk about. It's that time in the preseason. We've got a little bit of footy. We've got, uh, you know, like we, we saw Reggie's and trials on the weekend. We've got a couple of games coming up this weekend, more trials. But we're going to hopefully start seeing closer and closer to first grade sides. Um, so, How good is it? So good. Oh, have it, footy back. It, oh, it's great. It is. It's great to have footy back. I mean, mind you, not without it's... Uh, Mate, what is the word here? Spit it out, Junior. But, yeah, I know, right? I, I, but not without its incidents. Uh, massive weekend. I mean, hey, Dunster, cheapy that everyone was looking at. Gaunt, shot knee, 12 months, 14 months. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's huge, man. Tyrell Fuimayano, who, yeah, pretty juicy, cheapy, really, still this year, especially if he could lock down a starting spot, but, you know, possibly facing a five to seven week suspension. He's accepted five, I think. I think he was very harsh done by. I would have thought that. I don't think he deliberately did that, in my opinion. Yeah, well, that's it. Look, I'm not sure. But, I mean, that was the one thing that we could probably glean uh, out of the trials this weekend. If nothing else, um, how the game is possibly going to be adjudicated this year. How uh, the game is going to be, you know, how the umpires are going to call it. We saw uh, they're not taking anything in terms of head high. Now, I said we'll put this to you before the show. And what did you say? Uh, I think it'll cease. It'll ease up. Yeah? What, you uh, think they just make an example think, during yeah. the trials? They're trying to scare him through the trials with the safety net of if you send a player off, they can be replaced anyway in the trial, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but learn, learn your lessons but, yeah. now as a team. Hopefully. All right. Don't want to say magic around round one. No, well, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. That's it, just mass suspensions. I mean, they've got to give him a few weeks to get used to it for sure. Uh the other voice you were hearing tonight, of course, my faithful co-host, Con. How you doing, brother? Good, good. So? Bergsy, you're in here as well. What's going on? Not much, buddy. Chilling. You're doing the... Uh, what are you doing there? You're putting together your draft side, are you? Oh, I've done I've done some shares, but yeah, I have gone to my draft side, my latest draft side. Oh, we've got a few. You're starting to, you're starting <clears throat> to make them? Yeah, I mean... Um, Four now, so I think oh, I've I'll, only got one left. So. I was talking draft classic side, but you're talking draft draft. But that's all right because we're. I've, it's got, a draft. I've got both easy accessible. I was about to say it's a drafty night, and we are talking both of those things. In fact, we're going to talk. Um, 
what to do with the draft element of NRL Supercoach. And we're also going to take a look at our first drafts of our teams and just sort of start to play around with well, what ideas each of us are working with in terms of how we're going to build our team, obviously pending TLT. Um, so in terms of draft, boys, have you guys well-seasoned in draft? No, I'm pretty terrible at draft, to be honest. Um, and I don't know if I've learnt much either over the last year of drafting, but we'll have a go. I don't mind having a go at it. It's a, it's a very different different way of super coaching. You've got to look at so much so much more, if you know what I mean. It's Everyone's on everyone. You, you can find out a thousand things on three blokes in classic, whereas in draft you've really got to look thin down a bit further where you are going to end up picking and choosing from blokes that you would much rather be getting 30s and 40s rather than 10s and 15s, you know what I mean? So draft, draft is a different beast, and it's it's one that I, I think people, especially if you're a serious super coach, I think if you want to have some fun with your friends and not everyone can have turbo and not everyone can have naif, um, it's just a way to sort of break down your sort of skills on footy and what you sort of know about Supercoach, you know. shows you where you're at. I came dead last in most of my drafts last year, so shows you where I'm at, and that's why I've got a list. <laughs> <laughs> Over here for you at home. And what about you, Con? You done draft before? Yeah, I've done it a bit. Success here and there. Um, yeah, it just depends really on where you fall in that order originally. As to how it's going to dictate your season. All right. Well, let's let's look at that then. Because if, that, if that's the first element you get for your draft, if that's one of the things that can factor into your season, what do you mean by that? Do you really need... Because there's the two types of draft, yeah? There's linear draft and snake draft, but most people are doing the snake draft, yeah? Yeah. So the snake draft is where you... So if you get pick one, you get then what? In a 12-man draft, you then get pick 24. 25, yeah. 25. All right. It's got to go all the way up get, But the then way, you get mate. 25, 26. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, 24-25, sorry. There you go, maths, boys. All right, cool. Um, So, yeah, and then obviously on the next one, you'd then be looking at, oh, here we go, Venus Smartass. Now, can you lay it down again? Um, Pick 48 and 49, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Which... If you really do the math on that, it's getting thin. But there. Well, yeah, well, that, that's it. And that, that's the first thing I noticed. I mean, I've done a couple of them in the last couple of years. And the joys are, but you get turbo or cleary. Most of the time, people take cleary. But then who do you get as your second pick or your second third? Like, who are you realistically well, looking at once you've gotten through that top 25? You're looking at the last top tier player, anyone maybe who's been missed. Well, you're right. well the thing is with draft. Especially if you're going to go into keeper leagues and dynasty leagues, like I've joined a couple of dynasty leagues, um, you don't just have to look for this year. So you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want a thirty year old halfback as your first pick if he's only going to play two or three more seasons. When 
you, you've hypothetically all signed right, on right, for the long haul. Hold on, hold on. Come on, I mean? we're trying to cover draft basics. And the first time we throw to you and you just go, dynasty draft, which is just a whole new complex world. Okay, we'll just stick with the other Let, Let's just stick with classic draft for a sec, buddy, before we go explaining the concept okay. of picking it years in advance. Okay. But God. if that's your thing, if you do like your dynasty draft, then make sure you check out our boy Ricky Rowdy Harrington over at Fig Jam Dynasty Draft. Go, go, keep going. You're talking. Yeah, uh, make sure you check out our boy Ricky over at Fig Jam Dynasty Draft. He does run Dynasty Draft Leagues, which will, you know, get you going through. The... All right. You're throwing him. What? What? Okay. So, drafting, yeah, like ideally, <sighs> you don't want to be pick 12. Like, I was just pick 12 um, in a draft, and by the time it got to me, I had to start thinking where is it going to get thin first quickest, which was going to be hooker, not many. Not many hookers, you know what I mean? To ideally pump out big points. Not many halves. There's probably really only three halves that you'll hang your hat on and say, right, well, they're, they're the three best halfbacks. The rest of them are a tear down. No, you, know? you got one, and then you got Daly and Hughes probably, so, and then you got the rest. It, it, in a perfect world of draft, you'll lose. In in my head, you'll probably lose a Turbo, a Nathan Cleary, then a Teddy, then probably a Pappenhausen, a Latrell, probably a David Fafita and a Munster. Um, then you're looking at some Angus Crichton, or Harry Grant, Brandon Harry Smith. Grant, Brendan Smith. Now there goes your top twelve dudes straight away. So that it's not even on its way back to you yet. You know what I mean? All right, hold on. Uh, it's it's just one of the things you got to look deep into. Like, um, <clears throat> by the time it gets down to you again, yeah, you get your two picks, but where do you go with it? Do you then want to get stuck with the the worst halfback in the comp or the worst hooker in the comp? These are things you got to like. You can make it up in the second row. Like, granted, you're not going to get a David Fafita effort out of a. Uh, um, a Lukey or a, or a Mitch Barnett or someone like that, but they're going to do a decent job if they get minutes and stuff like that. Like doing a draft this early is probably no good if you're doing it for cash because you don't really know team yeah. lists and stuff. But if you're just doing it for fun with the boys and you just want to kill some time, it's good fun. Um, get on a Zoom chat and do a draft. You know, we did it. That's my favourite part of it, just actually drafting a team. But, yeah, like, what do you do? What What's what's your strategy in, in what, where are you going with your picks? Like, you hypothetically well, get first. I, I had first pick in a couple. I went Nathan. Yep. I, why? Why would because you go Nathan? Because he's so far ahead of the next best. So I can't see that gap closing, but I can see the other fullbacks closing on turbo. Yeah, yeah. So where did you end up getting? Where'd you go? Like, you went fullback next, obviously, when it came around. Did you snag a KP or someone like that? or? Um... I think I've got a Brandon Smith, maybe. Yeah. And then you and get then another a KP. Pick. And then a KP, yeah. I think that's how one of them planned out. can't remember now. Yeah, but, but that's where you went. You, you started filling up key positions. Yeah, I always, go, I always go for the spine first. forwards. And, and then... Well, your backs you can interchange on match-ups, some of them. Like, yeah. some of them, by the end, you're littered with a bit of rubbish. Like, if I was falling as about seven or eight or somewhere around that mid-range bit, and Dave Fafita was still there. I'd probably snap him up first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. how explosive he is. But yeah. Yeah, apart from that, I'm going for the spine first. Yeah. 
and you see that's the same as me. I, I fill them roles as well. Like you got to fill up your spine roles with at least people who can chug along with them. You know, with the key guys, because um, you can sort of make it up elsewhere with with stuff. And if you're quick on the waivers and and if you're good with the free agencies and stuff like yeah, picking matchups, like that's another key thing to draft. And like you've really got to be on top of free agents and you've really got to be on top of waivers because i think some some drafts if you're coming last you get first pick no matter what so you get the first cherry yeah. off the cake every week which was me last week last year and a couple of boys were like what the fuck he gets it every week it's because he's a loser <laughs> <laughs> he deserves it um but yeah that's just my take some people are different everyone's got a different draft strategy well that's yeah a, that's it you can just pick say your best Say you run out of positions somewhere, like in a key position, like the hookers or whatever, and you don't get a gun. Well, mainly centre wing. You can run without one and just use the auto emergency on the bench and just get just have a star there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get that? Yeah. Right. Should I, should we? Um. What are we doing now? Partner. Well, uh, I actually want to talk about uh, Rick's top twenty-five. So the fact that you went KP in round three, Con, um, raises a good point because Rickster was saying that now his dynasty draft. This is different again. Partner. No, no, no. That was just just a standard draft, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, you were saying that you got you ended up picking up KP in round three, Brandon Smith round two, and then you got Cleary in round one with your first choice pick. So I think no matter what pick you get, uh, it's really important to just have a plan on when you are going to get crucial players or f- fill crucial positions and then having a list of sort of possibilities that you're actually happy to fill that with and then when you might be able to get them. That's the biggest thing which I've taken away from... Um, the way Rickster's been writing about some of these guys, but he's actually got a top 25. So you guys made it to 12, yeah? So you obviously did Nathan, Tommy, uh, Pappy, Harry, Teddy. Yeah. The most frustrating thing about that, having the list ready to go and everything, is you get someone pre-booked there and you wait like eight, nine picks or something and nobody grabs him and then the bloke before he just takes that pick right out from underneath your days like... I'm normally that guy. It can make you really cranky sometimes. So is... Do you have to sometimes move that forward if that happens? Like, what do you do in that situation? Panic. Yeah? Yeah, we, some, sometimes you've know, you got 60 seconds or whatever, and it's like, oh, shit. See, this is where they Which say have, do I need to go? Have, have a plan, have a backup plan. Yeah. What, are you, what are you actually trying to fill? You're not trying to fill as many as a classic team, are well, you? You can have 12 player yes. drafts or 17 players, like a normal team. You can have 13 yep. on field, seven reserves. I see a lot of 12-12s going around. Or 12, 12 and 14, man. Yeah. Yeah, comps, you mean? Yeah, 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 in terms of comps, but yeah. Well, that's like, one where we, I think you only got two centres and two back rowers. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so we got to Payne Haas, Tao, uh, TPJ. Do you have him on there? See, I wouldn't have Payne Haas that high, personally. No? You don't think he's just one of those picks that's going to get grabbed in one of those rounds? So if you want him he normally does. to fill that position. He normally does, but... Last year, like, he, he did regress a couple of points. I'm not saying he will this year, but I don't think he's high, as high out the food chain as he was last year. He's still he's still easy, uh, uh, if not a first, a second-round pick to some people. Still averaged yeah. 68 last year. Um, and, look, slightly better squad there, hopefully a bit more confidence. Um, 
he, he's a big boy and he's still only just sort of coming of age. So we still don't know what to expect out of him, I don't think. I think he's still definitely got more in the tank. So I think there's still potential there. And 68 a week, guaranteed. Is it worth yeah, it? Yeah, but then you've got other front rowers that are 65 and that they're going to fall in the third, fourth round. Yeah. So the waste to pick on Payne Huss that early, I think. What about TPJ? Would you go to that early on TPJ? Dave Fafita would be the only forward I'd be jumping up in yeah. probably in the top 10 for. Yeah, so he's number six on the list. He's got TPJ at number 11. What about Reed Marnie? Where does he sit? I mean, is he your number two hooker for the season? Uh, no, nah, I've got Brennan Smith, Harry Grant. That's the two top ones. Yeah. And then probably Reed, Cook, McInnes on the next level below. There you go. But So all of those are going to get picked up in, what, the first two or three rounds? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah, so that's it. As everyone starts trying to fill their spine. Well, that's so, it. That can, that can also be dictated to you by what other people are doing. If you see three hookers go in a row, you're get getting on in on a hooker on your next pick for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's it. They're, they're going hot this yeah. round. Which then adjust, has to readjust your list. You go down one. You well, know what I mean? Are you better off planning your list around your, your list, positions? Your list. Yeah, I think you definitely go positions. You have your top five or whatever, top ten. 15 even, you probably need. There's also and you just cross them off as they go and you just get that next one. Once you're down to 6th or 7th on your list, you start loading that position, See, I think. On, See, that's on your list, you have to have a guy that you, you'll draw the fucking line at too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't want to roll in there with a... Um, who's the worst halfback in the comp? Dearden. You don't want to roll in with a Dearden thinking, yeah, I'm sweet, you know. I've, you've fucked yourself. <laughs> Let waiting for a Tommy Deaton, you know. Sorry, but probably poor yeah, choice. Or, like, or a Wade Egan or something There's somewhere like you've got to draw a line and say, well, I can't go under that player, so I need to snap him up then and there, or I'm in a bit of horrors. Like, I think really for the first four rounds of draft picks, you really need to focus on filling, like you said, those spine positions as quickly as possible. You've just got to aim that I've got to get one of these guys per round. So do you stick... I mean, you can then prioritise perhaps by what guns are available, but being able to still be able to fill those positions. So you've got to pull 30 to choose from, you know, which dwindles down to whatever it's going to be, the final position on round four. But for me, that seems like the most logical strategy to try and get in with. But <clears throat> I didn't realise you had to have such a comprehensive list. Like, you're right, you're talking, you know, 12 positions on the field, five, ten options for each of them, and then... At least five, ten options, because you've already got nine other draft. people or yeah. 11 other people in the draft plus you got to pick multiple of those positions so your list needs to be pretty extensive it's a big game to get your head around but it is fun when you get there it is fun right did i interrupt you doing a shout out earlier because i'd zoned out and clicked back in the conversation probably you know. no, I think so. when Don't you're talking about so. dynasty no you just started talking about dynasty on a tangent no, I just like said like if you do uh, sometimes if you're doing them drafts because some of them are keeper leagues as well. Sometimes you you have to plan in for the future. Like um, you don't want a bloke who's retiring next year in, in a team that you you need next year. Yeah, that's it. I mean, know, that, that's like, a, that's an even more advo- advanced form of draft again. Yeah. So, but there well, are just, just on that. If you don't have Nath Hughes or Chez, those top echelon ones, I'm banking on a thirty-year-old Adam Reynolds or something before I'm going. Looking at the future with a CHT or Tom Dearden or something like that. I mean, and I'm banking on those two or three years, and then someone else to come through and develop, and I'll snatch them up throughout that time. If someone else is there, yeah. that's the other thing you got to get on them before the other t- 
however many guys in the draft. Yeah, well, that's it. you'd want to be on, up to date with your reserve grade, yeah. see who's coming through. Yeah. And that's where some of the blokes just leave you behind because they know so much more than you. That oh, so some people are just on another level, aren't they? Speaking yeah. of being on another level, uh, check oh, out. Should I give some shout-outs? Because I have, I have a list of podcasts and places to go for people who are keen for draft. Because, I don't know, we don't know enough about draft to say, hey, guys, we'll tell you how to do draft. But this, this list of people that I have could probably help you out, if you know what I mean. Um, now, obviously, the Fig Jammers. Um, Rickster and the boys, they break down Dynasty draft, so keeper leagues and stuff like that, looking for the future. Then there's the weekly rubdown. Weekly rubdown. Uh, then three wise draftsmen, the head bin. Uh, best draft something. Oh, I fully forgot that one. Oh, BDE, it's called BDE. Check that out. It's abbreviated B.E. B.D.E. Big draft energy? Maybe. I don't know. We'll all just go with it. Um, and then. The weekly rubdown boys with Jared, uh, Watto. Watto, you all see him commenting every week. He's one of the boys that puts in the questions. He's, he's a wicked dude. Uh, Watto and the boys have got a weekly rubdown rub lab on the Discord. So most of you are in Discord through the Supercoach Hub. So I suggest if you can do that, uh, contact Watto. He'll give you a link. Um, and it was called the weekly rubdown rub lab on the Discord. It's for drafters pretty much only. I don't know if they do classic, but drafters get there if you really want to look into your draft. And also to help you with your draft and just Supercoach in general, I've got nrlsupercoachstats.com because you can, if you really want to look into some of these players that are a bit further down the list and, and there's not much on them, there's a good chance he's got something on them over there. And on the supercoach360.com, www. Supercoach360.com See you the end of time Forever Fergs and Con Supercoach Forever A thousand times Forever www.supercoach360.com Forever Wow Worst plug ever What happened? The professionalism I don't know man Ask yourself I think it's done alright I think you had a stroke I think the people around you've been asking for a while buddy They're you just keep putting me Looking on. Looking for answers too. You just keep putting me on. We do, we do. So we only got halfway through Rowdy's top 25. I want to know where you guys think these guys should be sitting. So Payne Haas, you didn't think. TPJ, you obviously wouldn't be putting in that realm either. Reed Marnie, Cody Walker, yeah? Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Angus Crichton, second row. Did he go him in the first two rounds? Oh, yeah. Start I, second I can, row. I can see logic yeah. to it. I can see logic to it. But J- Jag- me, me personally, not. Nah. Dally? Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Smith. Yeah, Jerome Hughes. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Madison. Not no. Maddo. No. I'd go. I path and stuff like that. That's where I'd probably start thinking about taking the Payne Husses and TPJs, depending on what I've already got in my bank. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, Damien Cook. Yeah. Oh. If I was, if the hookers were going hot, where do you guys rate Damien in terms of hookers this year? Fifthish. Fifth, sixth. Uh, I say, I say him going up, and not this year personally. Yeah, I, I hope he finds a bit better form. Look into your crystal balls. Where do you uh, see him finishing the year? Oh, uh, wait, on, Harry. Oh, Harry Smith, Marnie McInnes. 
You hate Damien Cook. I don't hate Damien Cook. You hate Damien Cook. Cook, you finished third or fourth for me. No, I got him fifth or sixth. Wow. Third or fourth for me. Cam Murray? Is he on Gus level? Mm, If he starts playing 80. So if you're picking your team tomorrow, no. All right, Reese Walsh. You might have even had average cast last year. Reese Walsh, see, fullbacks, fullbacks are a bit thin by now. So then, by the times you've turned, by a little bit, by the time you've tiered out all your fullbacks, where's Reese Walsh sitting for you? He'd have to be fifth or sixth, wouldn't he? So fullbacks start going hot. Turbo Teddy, perhaps Trill. I got KP up there. But then then Reese Walsh becomes a consideration, right? Then Walsh. And then you're looking at Walsh, Walsh. Guffo. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably put him um, around the same point as Gutho. You never know. They could eat the, both of them could go yeah, either way. And then, you know who, I'm, who I like as a bit of a smoky this year, especially if Jackson Hastings and that go good? Fucking Dane Laurie. I, I saw a picture of him earlier. I looked up at a picture of the Tigers and I was just like, oh, I've forgotten about Dane Laurie. Like I, was, I, I yeah. wanted to draft him the other week, so I'm posting him from underneath me. I don't know who it was, but I just want him for reserve on the bench anyway, but. The rest of their team wasn't so bad. He's a good and we'd footballer. we no Dewey in the team for the first half of the season either. He's going to be the pivotal point in But if attack. you've got the potential for somebody else to come back and push Hastings out or become a decent hooker for them, either of... Uh, uh, not push Hastings out, push Brooks out, or become a decent hooker for him. But they just don't, they just don't have the forward pack to lay the platform for their players, other players to achieve their goals. They just I don't think, think they're the really weak pack. in the middle. Yeah, see, I don't think they've got the backpack, even if they did, unfortunately. But Uto's all they got. Yeah. A lot's going to be riding He's on He's only a 20-year-old kid. You know, it's it's the same thing. They get a couple of, like, disheartening moments, and it's hard for him to get back, you know, and especially if it's on him to do it, you know. He's just a kid. A little Western Sydney pain, Haas, eh? Uh, all right, Cam McInnes in that list as well. Oh, well, yeah, KP, Reese Walsh. Cam McInnes? Yeah, I like Cam McInnes because he's dual position. And then he had Josh, well, Car- Josh Curran in there. But I think he's gone cold on Josh Curran. Perso, Perso the other day commented on your thing. and um, He seems to think trap. Yeah. McInnes? Yeah. yeah like can, can you can you set him just a reason why he's not a trap? No, I just think, well, you've seen his work ethic in 2020. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, his breakout season. And I think... Playing lock, running the ball as well a lot more. Maybe even picking up some attacking stats with the ball playing through the middle. Still, if he gets to 65 to 80 minutes, he'll make his 50-odd tackles. So you're already starting at a pretty good point, better yeah. than most hookers. So. I think I think Perso's uh, concern might have been the fact that he was coming back from the knee injury. Oh, you're definitely waiting and letting his price bottom out. So you're not starting no, with McInnes? No, I won't In the draft scenario. In the draft, eh? yeah. But not in, in drafts and classic. Yeah, yeah. Not in classic. No, see, I think he was talking more in classic, but he was saying the same thing. Watch and act. So yeah, that's right. it. Hopefully, he gets eased back, drops to the around four hundred odd k mark, and you snap him up. Happy right. days. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a great option. A hooker. Well, that's it. I'm thinking about using him as a stepping stone. Especially to if you haven't gone a gun hooker to start with, and you banked on someone to hopefully have a breakout year, like I'm thinking about doing. Um, you could just swap them straight out, pretty much. Just have that breakout. You've been waiting, eh? People are waiting. I wait for Jeremy Marshall King. I'm hoping he can be my breakout star. <laughs> Where are we at, Tuzzy? 
But uh, Rick's got a few value picks in terms of draft for us just before we move on from draft. So, uh, Tino, where do you put big Tino in terms of your round selection? I've got him six-ish, depending on how I've gone earlier, because his dual position is pretty highly valuable in draft. Yeah. Being able to rotate those players between positions when you got bugger all to pick from it helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um Fifth round, sixth round, I can see him going. Yeah, it's it. Rick's has got him fifth to sixth. Or, uh, yeah, fifth, fifth to sixth. Um, Zach Lomax, where where would you put him? So if you could jag him. Yeah, you can get him if, late. Yeah, if you jag him eight or nine or something, you'd be pretty happy with that, yeah. I reckon. If someone's got a hard-on for him, buddy, he could go early. Shit. Yeah. Well, if you're in there the same supporter. What's yeah. the earliest you'd go on him? Me personally. Uh, like, no, nah, imagine, imagine you're a, imagine you're a Dragons fan. Yeah, again, if I, if I was you biggest... play your head, not your heart. Yeah, but you know what? But yeah. some people just Dra- want draft, yeah, one players. You know, like and he's a goal kicker. I, I could see, I could see him going as early as six. Ooh. All right, not for my team, but I could see him <laughs> going <laughs> early as six. You know. All right, fair enough. I think uh, Rich has got him uh, round six, round six, seven. Speaking of Fig Jam, I'm on there Thursday night, so. Check their podcast out Friday. I'm going there, and hopefully Mitch has signed his contract as well. Going to meet Snoop together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marty to power. Yeah. Oh, way down, 10, 11. Nah. Yeah, it's here. I'm into power. I haven't heard him heard mentioned much in classic circles this year. He's just a chug along. There's a there's a there's a there's a hump a dozen of them, man. Yeah, well, that's you it. Know, but they're going to get fifty fifty five and. Do their job, and they're they're just dudes you can pick up late as. Then what's he? They're a dime a dozen. What's he? Thirteen points behind Payne Haas. All right, Satili Tupanua. Ah, uh, not a jewel, is he? Not. Um, again, I see him going late as well. Yeah, seven or eight. eight. It's second row. You generally got a couple of options there to fill, don't you? There's heaps of them, yeah. But they go quick. What are you trying to fill your bench with? Jules, Jules utilities, uh, Jules halves, halves go quick. If you can snap up a semi decent half, someone's going to need to trade you, um, something. Yeah, fair you enough. Know? And that's another that's another ploy. If you can, if you can snap up someone who's very tradable, you you might be able to muscle your way in on someone just a bit better. Well, that's yeah, that's something you could do if you get like one of the early, the back to back picks. If your tenth pick. You double up on the two best absolute weapons there and then use them as trade Bar- bargaining. Yeah. yeah, bargaining power. Later on. All right, a couple more on this list. Uh, Dylan Edwards. Nice. Where's he reckon your fullbacks? Eight for me. Yeah, he's fucking, yeah. If he can get involved in those backline sweeps, he becomes a lot more attractive, but at the moment he just returns kickoffs. Big Uto. Yeah, I've got him right up there in my front row. When do you pick him up? I've got him top five front rowers. I'll pick him up seven or eight, I think, just because... If you can get him that way, I think you're doing really well. Yeah, I I still think you will. Not a lot of people uh, from the internet saying, not all that many people sold on him. See, I'd I'd take him five or six. 
as long as I had my spine done in those first four rounds. Now, speaking of that, so when what round do you start picking up the cheapy versions for the spine if you are taking the risks there, like your Chris Randalls or, you know, your Jeremy Marshall King or something like that? Um, well, again, you'll probably be able to pick them up late, depending on yeah. who's looking at them. You know, if, if you could be the only person looking at, like, That's no it. one's looking at Jerry Marshall King Bar, about six fucking people, mate. Yeah. You know, and it's I like, about around 14 or 15, I think. It, it's, it's one of them Just things, like, if you're, if you've got a sneaking suspicion, that the old mate could have that same sneaking suspicion and go off his gut and think, oh, Con, Con might think that, bang, I'm snapping him early, and then you're there, fuck, fuck, I had plans, and that throws your order out of whack again, like, but. It's one of them things, if you're the only one looking, then you can snap up quite a couple of people if you're the only one looking at them late. Like, it's it's one of those things. Well, you see, even after the draft's done, you go back and have a look at the list, and you're like, oh, I missed him, oh, I missed him. There's well, I think still there that you can pick up. I think maybe that's not the factor. I think it's just because you had to get these other positions filled, so it's just he didn't matter at the time. Like, when you go back, you think, well, I've picked someone's shit up earlier for no reason there's obviously a panic one or something like that why isn't it loading why isn't it loading well yeah that happened to jay like jay from the war room um he was in our he was in our draft remember auto picked him yeah he had him on good auto picks buddy jag monster he got heaps good ones when i get auto pick i get fucking duds (laughs) (laughs) all righty moving on yeah so uh yeah you want to do some shout outs just do some shout outs for all the draft stuff. I just did them. Shout yeah. out everyone's Discord. Okay, let's do it again. Shout out the podcasts. Uh, Fig Jam. I'll be there Thursday. So the podcast probably up Friday. Does Rick's to go live? Uh, I'm not sure if he is this week. He might be with some of the drafts. I'm okay, sure. then we got the weekly rub down. Watto also has the Discord. So weekly rub down lab. Check that out on the Discord. Three wise draftsmen. The Headbin Podcast and the BDE. I didn't go up and check that out. Sorry. <laughs> you know how I get. Um, but, yeah, and then if you're really struggling when you get to these some of these lower players before you do a draft or you might be on a draft where you get a couple of hours between picks and everyone's on the ball, you can go and have a look on supercoachstats.com and um, have a look at their priors and, and if they might jag a start and just try to do some math. Well, that that can help you big time because say you got you, you can see a couple of potential centre wings coming through to start the year. Yeah, you can load up the rest of your team, hoping like Swali or something. He's not going to go till really late in the draft, so yeah, you yeah. can load up other positions before you worry about sneaking him in a bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing you got to you do have to load up on some positions and and, and cut your losses elsewhere. Yeah. You know? But that's up to your game plan and your strategy. Every one of them is different. Um, that's why I've given you that list because, let's be honest, the more opinions, the better for your, your draft and strategies, like if you hear so many different ones. Um, Juzzy? Levi Crookshack wants to know how the draft positions are uh, selected. So is it just random? Uh, it comes down to the... Yeah, it's, what, the starting order and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah the, random. the pick order is just well, random. Well, not necessarily. It comes down to the administrator, doesn't it? No, I don't think so. I think it's just random. Uh, all right, all right, cool. Um, look, I'm just saying g'day to all the boys. There's a bunch of people out there, Luke Smith, Brad Smith, um, 
Stop the press. Mark Hindle's in there. Vowsy. Henry Bryn. Georgie's in there. Scott Smith. I already said Scott Smith. No, no, it's another Smith. Yeah, it is. That's three. Bang. Lance George is in there as well. Good day to all the Smiths. Just call ourselves the Smiths. Jared Watto's in there as well. Uh, Glenn Fisher. Rod Thompson, he said uh, he's drafted with you guys and you definitely need some practice. I mean, we're not doubting that. Ross Mann's <laughs> in there. G'day, buddy. How you doing? Let's go. Uh, all righty. So remember a couple of weeks ago, boys, we talked uh, poison mids. Yeah. Yeah. So this week I want to put to you a few of the good mids that I've hit up the Brains Trust in, behind supercoach360.com and I was like, hey, hit us up with some good mids. And this was the who they gave me. Who did they give you, man? First one off the rank, uh, Isaac Targo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If, if he gets a center spot, yeah. Under 300K. Let's see, it looks like he's going to get a starting center spot. He's looking pretty deadly. Okay, let's throw the world on a flip side, but what if he gets benched second row? Would you still get him at under 300? Probably not. No? Okay. If I was desperate enough, yes. Yeah, okay. So you're only picking up the Panthers' 80 minute centre spot, which is oh, and, and, and that's only because of his price too. Yeah, if it was 400k, I wouldn't bother. But yeah, his price and what I have to do elsewhere in my team, I need it. All right. So I've heard uh, the early mail coming out of Parramatta. Uh, Sean Russell looks like he's going to pick up the uh, spot left vacant by the Hayes Dunster in- injury in the trial. Um, haven't heard much about him to be honest. Um, if we remember, Fergo didn't really score much out there either. Um, so it's one; of, it's a gamble. It is a gamble. Now you got a bloke that hasn't. Let's be honest. I mean, Fergo got oh. lots of attempts to score out there. Whoever gets the left spot, because Sibo's out for I think half the season. So yeah. whoever scores that side, if they're that within, crossed, right. within range, yeah, that'll be good to look at. I think. All right. Uh, Bo Firma. Yeah, like, like him, him if he gets a starting spot and plays at least 65, 70 minutes. So we start in the back row? Yeah. Yep. For Proctor. All right. You and Aiken. I know you boys have been bigging up you and Aiken. I'm, co- I'm getting colder on him. Why? Don't know. Don't oh, know. Right. Just because you know what? Everyone's on him, you know, and it's one of them things sometimes fucking everyone's on him. Every well of last year. Could go both ways, you know, but. I don't know if 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 he's all I got, I'll put him there. But yep. I'm really hoping I can get better. I like him. I thought, where are you going to put him? Isn't he Jewel? Yeah, he'd be oh, in the centres. I think play. he averaged sixty in base and power last year, and nearly a lot higher than that with his tries. Yeah, that's he scored it. a few. Oh, I'll give you a sneaky spoiler. He did make it into my draft team, but in the centres, yeah. Yeah, I like him. Uh, Katoni Stags. Yeah, I like him too. I like Katoni. Yeah. I think he's going to be a beneficiary I don't of know. A-Ray. Definitely. Uh, Any word on the Haas uh, partner at Broncos? I heard Billy Walters might have it sewn up. Don't know. I've heard Ezra Mam. Yeah? Young kid coming through. Yeah. I heard he's in front. No, nah, I heard Billy Walters in front today. I read somewhere today, Billy Walters in front. But... Else and Daddy's coach, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, supposedly Ezra Mam's the future. So... I'm, I'm up. Fingers crossed for Ezra. All right. Uh, Xavier Coates. You're all still hot on yeah, Xavier. I like him. Yeah. He's in the right team. Yeah, definitely. Chris Randall. Yeah, I think everyone's yep. starting with him at this point. Uh, Jackson Hastings. 
Yeah, I've got him too. I like him. Yeah. Especially what Dewey's out for, what, 10 rounds, is he? Or nine rounds? Yeah. Where you got him? Reserve half, reserve 5-8? 5-8 for me. Just straight 5-8? I think I just updated him to straight 5-8 too yesterday. Really? Taking a chance on the Tigers' attack. All right, new points to you. He's 350k, man. But yeah, I know. So but, and, and it got me Nath too, so... What I lose out there, I'm hoping I'll make okay. up with Nath. Yeah, well, see, that that's it. I had to drop Nath. I had to drop Nath to Jerome Hughes. Anyway, we'll get to our draft teams in a bit. Tau uh, Tau on Mono. Not sold. Not yeah. sold. If he plays six for the Dragons, yes, I know he's cheap and stuff, but I just can't see him producing great scores in that team. It was the ten words you said before. If he plays six for the Dragons, it was about six words. Seven. Dragons are shit. <laughs> Counting on his fingers, still got one wrong. Dragons shit. <laughs> Sorry, Dragon supporters, but Suwali. Yeah, I like Suwali if he gets a wing spot. All right, Helium. Helium. Even spot on on Suwali. Yeah, yeah, I like Lukey. If Lukey starts, absolutely. Yeah. So, what, what's the criteria for him? Left side. Starting left side, front rower. No, he getting the edge? He'll be second round. No, edge. what's his Davy's price here? Three fifty uh, something. I got him in my side. He's 350. So even if he can push out 60 minutes on the edge at 350. He's 351.500. He'll be pretty happy with that. Yeah. If he can go at a point in a minute. Uh, Matt Lodge, you feeling him? I don't mind Lodge. Yeah? I think there's a few. Is there a bit of a logjam for forwards at the Warriors? Or is this always the case? And I'm just like, what happens? Do they just inevitably get suspended? Mainly back rows, I think. They're stacked in. So Lodge is going to play front row. AFB is going to play front yeah. row. Who else they got? You got Bunty Afawa. Yeah. Ben Murdoch Masilla. Jazz. Jazz plays in the middle. Bailey Siren and play in the middle. Tohu's out for half a year, so there's some minutes available. Yeah. Which I heard Katoa's in front yeah. of the partner Aiken. All right. And I heard Karen's going to play 13. Katoa running off SJ could be a sneaky pod. Yeah, that's it. There just seems to be a bit of uncertainty there with the, with who is actually locking down those spots, and I'm worried about over that. There. Every year over there. Exactly that, and that's my concern there with going <laughs> the forwards over there. Um, Lindsay Collins, like him, not for me. No, why not? Coming back from a big injury, but I like him. He pushed Weir Hargraves to the bench, jugs along in about sixty. He's good. Yeah. Hammersai, the hammer. I'm on. The, I'm on the feeds. He's looking big. He's fast. I'm I'm on Fidzy. I'm on him. Another one that's sorry, you know, unfortunate circumstances because their team. I just don't see the Cowboys competing very good this year. So Can, could you not see him being like a sneaky for like centre wing? Nah, not in our team. No. For for me, Glenn's golden rules are high ceiling clubs generate revenue and high ceiling clubs, especially if you're going for attacking points. Um, yeah, yeah. But what if you're on the side that doesn't attack? Like so, most of those dudes, if they've well, especially you, if they're in there from tell, last year. Are you telling me to get Fidzy in the centres for base? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm look not. down the camera and say it. Tell our people. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, just, there you I'm go. I'm just saying, like sometimes you can't afford all the people from the high ceiling clubs. Like you have to make some sacrifices. Of course you do, look. but I mean, you know, even if you can, try and make the sacrifices in the high ceiling clubs as much as possible. You I can, mean, but oh, if you if you wanted to pod on with Fidzy, I wouldn't say no way. Eh? I mean, that's I'll what's putting me off Hastings as well, is that fact that 
I mean, there's already that issue of, well, do you go club loyalty and Dewey when he gets back or does Hastings have to fight for his spot or is Hastings maybe going to do garbage and then get pulled when Dewey comes back and that's plan is my, as well. My prediction is Brooks will go and Hastings and Dewey will be the halves. Hmm. Right. Um, Rocco Berry. Is he going to lock down the centre spot for the Warriors? He looked good. He looked good um, against Melbourne the other day. Rickster was loving it, but I, I know Rickster loves the Warriors. I think, I think he looked really good in defence more than attack, which unfortunately doesn't translate to coach points. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't like the Warriors. What's his, chances what's his price? Uh, doesn't matter if you haven't got it. Um, um, yeah, I think the Warriors... Won't be in the eight this year, so. Whether what, just scrape by or they're just not not even in contention? Oh. 3.22 for Rocco. You can see him around the ninth to 12th-ish kind of range. Yeah. All right, so on Cobbo. Yeah, I like Cobbo, especially like... if he gets full back spot. Even a wing spot, yeah. I'll probably jump on. I'll jump on even if he's on the wing, I think. Yeah? Yeah. So that's... That's the big question going around Brisbane is who's going to lock down these spots. Where's Tessie New going to play? Because I've seen Tessie New popping up in a lot of lists as well. Well, he's injured. He's done a hamstring, I think. He's at least four to six weeks away. Yeah. Oh. So he's he's missing for the opening two rounds. So I'll give Cobo time to cement that fullback spot. They've got, the, they've got the trials this week. I think David Mead was named at fullback, maybe. Well, Cobo's still on the wing. I heard talks too that... Parramatta trying to loan Jermaine Asako. So that could put a stop to that Sean Russell thing too, if that goes through. I have heard some things about Asako at Parramatta, and then when I checked the app today, he's still listed as being with Brisbane. Yeah, so yeah, I wasn't I sure what was going on there. Approaching the situation mm. after the trial on the weekend. So. Well, he's a dolphin, Asako. Yeah, in so. 2023. Brisbane really... Yeah, might, as, might as well cut your losses and get something yeah, back on your salary cap for it. Well, that's it. And start thinking and preparing for the future anyway, the inevitable. All right. Okay. Ooh, that's juicy. I mean, is that juicy or is a Sarko trap even if he goes to Parramatta? I feel like he's a trap no matter what. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be touching a Sarko, but it just ruined people's cheapy because he'll probably get one wing spot, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm, all right. Cool. Uh, moving on. We've got a couple left. Liam Martin in second row. Panthers, 400 and something. I don't like, like it. Why not? Because I went back and had a few, look through a few of his games last year. Even in 80 minutes, he was punching out 40s and 42s and things. So if you're playing 80 minutes in the back row, I want at least 60. And then plus your attacking stats on top. All right. All right. Fair enough. Lolo. I want to see something first. If Something's he gets changed. Put in the front row. Big five minutes, 60 minutes in the front row, I'll have him. I don't think his jersey number matters. He's going to play the same minutes in the same role, 8, 10, 13. It's not going to change him. And I just don't think any party's happy there in that situation. I don't think he's happy being there. I don't think, I think they want to fork out his million dollars a year anymore. Yeah, fair enough. That's not his fault. No, no, absolutely not. No, but I think fresh start on both parts would rejuvenate. But who's way. picking up the rest of I was of about that, to say, yeah, because, but... yeah, you want a fresh start, you better pay out his old contract because daddy still wants his money. That's what I mean. It's a tough situation. Mm. 
Uh, and finally, on our list of good mids, uh, Jai Arrow. Under 500k, if he locks down 80-minute edge. Yeah, if you can get 80 minutes on the edge, I'll probably jump on Jai. He's got to play the full 80 on the edge? He's got to play the full 80 for me, yeah. He's not He's not the workhorse he, he was at the Titans. If you remember him at the Titans, he used to come on and he, he'd tackle his ass off, but... I don't know, now he just got a bit older. He's probably realised you don't have to chase the ball. There's a line there. <laughs> Someone else will tackle that dude. So, I don't know. I don't know. His work rate dropped off for me. But I'll still look at him if he gets 80 minutes. Well, he's playing in a much better team now, so he doesn't have to chase everything, you think. I have to do it all myself. And I, think, do it. I think that's the same issue with Liam Martin, right? It's the fact that he was in a decent team last year and they weren't doing too bad most of the time. They were doing a lot of defence. Because that's what their game was based around, and then it was just like, oh, Nathan, line break off back force dropouts, or you know, out to the wing, line break off the back of force dropouts. Like they've got a style, so yeah. yeah. All righty, cool. Um, next question for me then is, what's your plan for Turbo? It seems to me it's the biggest question of the season. When are you going to get him in? How long do you wait? I floated the idea earlier of waiting until Origin uh, or after Origin 1. And Bergs, what did you say? No, you're mad. Yeah? You're yeah. crazy. 100%. Yeah. I did. But so, he's you're... seen merit. He's seen well, merit. Well, I, I think it's going to be dictated by him. So, if, all if right. If he goes low, I think they got Melbourne and Penrith in week two and three. If he can go sub-80 or whatever there against those two, hopefully, by the time round 6-7 comes, he'll be ripe for the picking, or as ripe as he's going to get anyway. Because it's not like you're going to get him at 650k at any part of the season or anything like that. Outrageous. No, but that's it. So what is the lowest you can expect? What's the For me, what's the minimum budget that you need for Turbo? Oh, I think uh, as low as nine. you'll get will be yeah, about 859. Yeah? Yeah, I reckon, yeah, 859. So a mill with interest, really. Yeah, it's a big ask. But for me, in my draft side at the moment, I have him. I have him. You do? I do. I yeah. have him in my draft, like my, my side classic side. together. Yeah, my classic side. Yeah, I saw that the other day. You get down to the bottom of Berg's team and then tucked on the on the bench. Look who it is. Little Travojevic <laughs> playing fullback for the Manly Sea Eagles. Well, who is this? I nearly dropped a brick, right? Yeah. I could not believe it. And the audacity to put him on the bench over Teddy. Yeah. Well, Captain Teddy, because I thought everyone would look at Teddy. No one's going to look at that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, oh, fucking, he's done real shit with his money. No. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I was I was starting to think that as we got a little bit down parts, parts of your team, and I was just like, oh, wait a minute. All righty. Um, so, yeah, so you're starting with Turbo. Oh, he's in my side. My side is very shit. With this is this is a side. Just quickly, I've got Cook, Pangai, Jacob Saifidi because I heard he's starting over Clemmer, <clears throat> David Fafida, dude from Melbourne, um, Okolatu. I can't say from so. Manly or Manly. Melbourne. Manly. Olakowatu. Olakowatu. That's it. Oh, the Manly Storm. Yeah, I know yeah. him. I said Manly. No, you didn't. No, I did not. Oh, then I got Lukey. Um, Mitch Moses, Sean Johnson, which Yuck. I'll, I'll change Sean Johnson for Hastings. I, I did that, but it didn't save, obviously. Uh, then I got Aikens, 
which I obviously swap Aikens and Stags around as well at this point. Billy Smith, Suwali. Now Moga. Moga I'm tossing up between Moga and um bloody Suli. One of them will get a centre spot there, I think. Um, just a matter of which one. And then Surely Suli gets in. Then I've got James Tedesco and then really only one person on my bench we want to talk about, which is Trevojevic. No, nah, let's go through the rest of your bench. Let's figure out how you managed to afford this. Uh, Hobbelati, Cartwright, Amon, Ezra Mam, Blake Taff, uh, that Mimosa from... He's meant to get a, he's meant to get a start. Yeah. Tepai Maroa, Scott Sorensen, Sione Fainu, and Young Maney, and Kobe Heverington. Is my bench. All right, Colin. First yuck. thoughts. Yuck. Yeah. Just straight yuck. All right. It's oh, terrible. If you're going to sacrifice like that if you want to get Turbo. And did you say Dave Fafita as well? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. I don't know how you afforded it. <laughs> when he told me that. That's a bit greedy. But... I was like 20%, really. Wow, 20%. And yeah. Teddy. Oh, I had to drop. Yeah, well, that's it. Three players and you're at, what, $3 million almost. Yeah, like it's, it's a big... It's... And the rest is just shit. All right. Like, no offense to those guys. Sorry, guys. So I'm going to start from the forwards and move my way down. Um, Tom Starling, starting hooker. Chris Randall on the bench. Uh, so AF- if Tom Starling's right to go and start the season at number nine and Hodgson's swearing 13, right, which that- I think Elliot might get, unfortunately, or if, even if Hodgson's bench utility that comes on as that Raven middle forward, I like Starling. Right. I like, oh, but I think- a lot has to go his way. I think he's about Andy's spot there. But, yeah, it's just a question of the loyalty aspect of Ricky and what what happens with Hodgson. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking a gamble. I'm hoping to see Tom Starling get a few more minutes, especially in the trials of starting hooker, and see Hodgson be used in a different role within the team. Um, for the front row, I got AFB and Lindsay Collins. Um, and then on the bench, I got Spencer Lanew and George Burgess. What's Lindsay Collins worth? 460. Yeah, Stefano around that price. Possibly. I'd be easily be making that swap. All right. That's you. I'll consider yeah, it. I'm, I'm just saying. I'll consider it. Uh, I probably won't. Uh, second row forwards, I got uh, TPJ, Olakowatu, Jai Arrow. Uh, and then on the bench, I got Tepai Moroa, Kobe Hetherington, and Jack Kaszewski. What's Jack Kaszewski worth? Uh, Better be free. 250. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the average part of a bad bunch. All right. I don't know. I, I need a place older there. I'm really but hoping. But, yeah, he's just a place taken. I'm hoping some cheapies come through, yeah. to be honest. Um, in the halfback, I've got Jerome Hughes and then Chanel Harris-Tavita. My concern with him is I don't know what, what role he's going to take up in that Warrior side. I think he's earned himself a spot, but is he going to end up playing centre or wing or something? I wouldn't touch him unless he's probably starting hooker playing big minutes. Well, see, I'm hoping now for starting hooker. I know you, I called you crazy. I did. <laughs> But the more I think about it, the more it's like, It's well, not going to happen, I don't yeah. think. It won't happen. Yeah, so wishful. I can see him probably as the 14 until Nicarima has a fuck up and then switch him over. Yeah. Or SJ breaks down. 
Right, well, then that puts me in a bit of a pickle. Um, in the 5'8", I've got Luke Keary and Billy Walters, if he's going to lock down that spot over Mam. Uh, otherwise, I'll probably swap to Mam. Well, that's it. And if uh, CHT, Chanel doesn't start, you just go to the start and halfback for the Rabbitohs and use that money elsewhere to upgrade. Yeah. Well, I'm also I'm concerned with the Rabbitohs, whether that, that they're going to test out a few combinations as they go throughout the season, dependent on results. Uh, so that's a watching act for me. I'm, I'm a little bit sketchy there. I mean, I know Brisbane's capable of doing the same thing, but, I mean, they did it for 12 months last year, so he's hoping they've got their shit together. Uh, in the centres, Ewan Aiken, uh, Katoni Stagg, Xavier Coates, and I've got Will Pinasini. Uh On the bench, Kieran, Targo, and Sawali. That's almost identical to mine. Yeah. I think I don't have Keegan. I've got someone else. Well, it's him or Momo. It's whoever locks down that spot, but I'm not actually sure I can afford Momo. I think Momo's about 100k more. Uh, and then fullback, I've got Teddy Puppy. Now, I know Puppy's obviously, there's concerns around him not starting round one. Trell apparently now back round two. Yeah, that brings Trell straight into my team. Yeah, well, that's Smith it. dropped me that. Um, I think I definitely start taking a look at Trell. I'm real sweet on him if he's goal kicking over at South. Absolutely. All right, who's your draft team? You got one off the top of your head or over your... Um, well, yeah, the the centres are pretty much identical to you. At yeah. the moment, I have KP and Teddy at fullback, but that's going to change to the trail. And then I have uh, Jackson Hastings and Ezra Mam yeah. in the 5'8 spot. Um, and I've got Nathan Hillius from South in the halfback spot. Um, And then... Hooker? Hooker is, I think, Randall and Starling at the moment. Oh. Um, front row is Utsawa Kamanu. And he's criticised that for a minute. I've lost it. Okay, yeah. So that's where he's at. Who are your fullbacks again? Uh, Teddy Trell. Trell. See, Trell's only missing a week now. Yeah, well, I'd say I think I'm with him, and I'm going straight to Trail. It's a it's a gamble of whether you start the season with Trail or Puppy. Um, the thing is, if you're going to start with a couple of these dudes in the key positions, like Harry Grant, you're waiting a week anyway. He's a week away. Brennan Smith's a week away. Munster Munster's a week away. Yeah, um, some of the key dudes for those particular positions are, are a week away. They um, could be a week away. Could start. Who knows? Like, that's I think he's leaning more towards starting the season now, to be honest with you. Yeah, so it's one of those things. Do you hold off? Do you hold off and maybe what? Because you still get the two free looks. So you could be able to get a price rise somewhere. Like, granted, it's probably not going to be worth a trade sort of price rise, though, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So do, do you hold off on one of them and maybe push to pick them up around five? Or will they just chug along and score and... Keep their points and go up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you reckon? Uh, I don't know. What do you reckon? What's the question? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Good work, boys. <laughs> Leave the show in your capable hands for 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't know where he went with that. people at home what it was. <laughs> what was the question, people at home? Um, yeah, but we front rows Tino and Uto Ikamanu. 
Oh, Tino. Yeah, just because of the dual capabilities. We Brandon Smith, Pengai, Olukawatu, Jai Arrow, Bully Moore, and Piakura in the back row. Where's Piakura? Brisbane. I think he's suspended for a week or two to start the season. Then I'm hoping he can push that start and edge spot. Over. Ricky, probably. Or Rabati. Okay. A few in the mix. All right, fair enough. Cool. So that is our draft teams. Yeah. Hmm. How much do you reckon they're going to change before TLT? I reckon heaps. Probably about 63% of it. 63% of it? Oh, fucking whole thing. Except for maybe Turbo or Teddy. All right, fair enough. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, Brad Smith has been doing some stuff for us over at supercoach360.com. If you haven't checked out supercoach360.com, there's heaps of articles and write-ups on Supercoach and different tips and tricks and strategies and from a bunch of people who we talked to on last week's show. Um, But he's been doing some more stuff on PPM. He watched the trials over the weekend and he crunched some of the numbers with some of the awesome dudes from Supercoach Live Chat who – Supercoach Live Chat? Yeah, why not? Bizarre. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Supercoach Live Chat. Um, that do uh, the live Supercoach scoring, I believe they crunched uh, some potential Supercoach numbers over the weekend, and Brad's done a little thing for us today. So we're going to go to that. Good evening, Juzzy. Good evening, lads. Hope everyone's well and you've all had a fun time. Watching some great footy over the weekend. It was pretty uh, pretty good to see a lot of football back. Um, just here tonight, just to have a quick chat about some of the stars that shone out during the seven games uh, that I managed to get to watch. I, I, there's one yet to go, I think, and um, I, I didn't get to see all of that one. But anyway, if you, anybody's interested, uh, I have put an article up on supercoach360.com. If, anybody, if you haven't been to the site, supercoach360.com, it is the place for all your information. There it is right there. Lots of great articles from Timo, Glenn, Bergs has got a stack of great articles in there just for some light reading. So go to supercoach360.com and get into it. It's all great fun. Uh, the first player we want to have a look at tonight is this bloke, Matt Lodge. I've never really liked him much myself, um, but but his figures over the weekend uh, can't really be that ignored. 
Uh, didn't play a full game, only played 40 minutes. Um, managed to get a Supercoach score of around about 65. Uh, that's when you take into account, um, you know, he's uh, actually, uh, yeah, 65. About 100 run metres, three tackle bus and one line break to boot. So he, he did pretty well for himself. He, he did uh, put up an outstanding score. I mean, that's for 40 minutes too. So if you take that over a, um, you know, 60-minute game, he's going to get very close to 100, about a PPM of 1.2. You know, certainly a player that we can't, um, that you should put on your watch list or even maybe even consider if you're looking for a super pod for round one. The next player we want to have a look at is this kid, Tyrrell Sloan. Now, for some reason... Uh, Coach Griffin decided to start him on the wing and start Ramsey at fullback. Well, I think anybody that saw the game, everyone will agree that that's just not going to happen come uh, round one, or it shouldn't happen, <laughs> um, that uh, Sloan will be the fullback. Every time, when he did move to fullback, every time he touched the ball, he looked electric. He was active, he was really involved, and um, if ever a player is going to pass the eye test in Supercoach, it was this kid, you know, he, he did look good. It's just a pity he plays for the uh, for the Dragons, of course, but um, at another team, he'd certainly be a lock nearly first round. Uh, probably one point to make is that when you're looking at him versus Katoni Staggs, I'd be very tempted, if you're going Katoni Staggs, maybe give this kid some thought over Katoni Staggs because between the two of them... Um, the figures look a lot healthier for uh, for young Tyrrell, and I think he he, um, he he really did shine, and I think we'll see some, a lot more out of him um, as the season goes on. Um, the probably the last player we will um, I want to mention, uh, and this comes as no surprise to anyone, is the Tom Terrific Turbo. Tommy, he went uh, uh, he went gangbusters for forty minutes. He he had something like um, if I just read off my sheet here, he had uh, one line break, two tackle busts, two try assists um, uh, for an estimated SuperCoach score of I think sixty five. Of course, those sixty five that'll you know it gives him if he played eighty minutes around about one hundred and thirty. Tom normally goes better in the back end of the second half anyway. Um, so he's going to go very close to his, uh, his sort of average of around 140, 150 points if you go by that. So the big question uh, for all super coaches and the big question for you boys there on the panel, um, given the fact that Tommy could very easily looks like he's going to hit 140, what do you do? Are you going to start with Tommy or are you not? Um, particularly if, if he's going to keep up that sort of form. Um, and he does look good. Um, it's a quandary I'm wondering about myself, wondering, you know, uh, you know, Paps, if Paps doesn't start, do I somehow find a way to get rid of Pappenhausen, put t Tommy in, etc. Um, but his figures from the weekend, I mean, I think he was scoring himself at about 1.2 ppm. And it, like I said, if he does that in a normal NRL game, he... Yeah, uh, he's not going to drop many um, much coin, and he'd be one that you really want to get in your team. Anyway, that's about it from me. As I said, 
make your way over, all listeners, to supercoach360.com. Great website, and it's free. Tell your mates all about it. Jump on board. Until next week, until next time, thanks very much, boys, and have a great evening. All right, thank you very much to Brad Smith there for putting that together. What a legend. You're a man, Brad. Thank you very much, buddy. So, boys, he asked you a question. Um, Bergs, I mean, you've pretty much already answered this, I mean, especially with your draft at the moment. But we've we've seen what you've had to do to achieve that, which is you've really got to make some heavy sacrifices. But with a PPM of, I think, I think might have been closer to 1.5 if he pumped out 60 and 40 minutes the other day. Um, but still, that's mighty impressive. Oh, the bloke's a freak, man. He really is. He's the key. He's the key to the, all their attack, virtually. Like, um, can can attack from anywhere on the park too. Like, proved it last year. He's got a long. He's got long range tries in him still. Um, oh, look. If anything, he's gotten better. He's gotten faster, and he's ready to run all game now. In a perfect world, at this point, I'd love to. At this point, I might get rid of Teddy and keep Turbo. Who do you put in as a cheapie? Because I got laughed out of the park for commenting on a Whisperer post about Xavier Savage the other day. Just like, mate, if you're going to shoot him down, why put him up as an option for someone to get? Yeah, I don't know what that guy's doing. Uh, <laughs> I beat him last year in the Hemi's Cup. We all know what happens when I beat you. That's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Akon. Um, you'd remember such times as last season. Um, <laughs> Try, Troy. Rough. But yeah, look. At the end of the day, oh, whoever's cheap enough to run in there and um, get at least some point, decent points to turn over, or oh, look, you've seen the team. I could probably do better with a bit of time spent on it. Like, let's be real. But well, it's it's a big ask to try if, to slot them two in there. If their average, if you take their averages from last year, your second fullback really only needs to score thirty points, and if Tommy hits his 140 average, which I don't think will happen, but if he hits his average from last season, well, then you're already in front of Ted's, Teddy and Pups or whatever. Yeah, but if they're, if they're combined average climb, then Turbo's got to keep up Well, that's up with it, it, and Turbo drops, so yeah, exactly. it's risky. So if you are going to do that then, if you are going to run that risk, if that's a way that you're going to be able to squeeze him into your side without having to make too many compromises, who's the option? Who do you actually put in at fullback? I'd, I'd have a look at that Sloan. He's still four 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 sixty or something, isn't he? Still fucking four hundred thousand, three hundred thousand cheaper than the other two. It's true. Um, it's still a massive, massive. It does a massive gamble, like you said. They don't have points in them. And then um, what else you have to do is later on in the season you have to find what half a million dollars possibly to upgrade to a teddy or a pups for your run home. That's a lot of money to find. Well, with the boost, that's easy in the but it is. But still, it's yeah, it's possible, especially when you get to nothing season, but. Right, that's it. It's a question of where do you find that cash at some point throughout the season. You're going to have to find, yeah, at least five, six hundred k ultimately it, to do those and upgrades. And then if you don't start with Nath, you have to find money for him. Yeah. If you well, don't start with Dave for feeder, you have to find money for him. Like, just due to the lack of cheapies that I know about at this point, mm. I ended up having to drop Nath to be able to cover for getting people like, you know, Billy Walters and just spreading that money that little bit more to be able to get those 250k players instead of the 180k, 185s. Oh, man, it is rough this season. Some of these players are so expensive and actually trying to put the jigsaw together of your side is just, oh, it's a menace. Still in my head, and I've only tried to do it once or twice. No, yeah, 
Steakly. Yeah. Still TLT. Alrighty. Uh, so I think that is about it for what we had to talk about. We've just got a few questions. So, Bergs, have you got the questions on the Facebook there? No. All right. Hold on. I think I might have them. I have the ones on Twitter. All right. Sweet as. It's only the one. Oh, what's going on? Um, from Toddy G. No Pappy, Cleary, Munster or Grant for round one. Surely it's starting to make Tommy slash Teddy combo even more appealing. Also thoughts on Moses at halfback. With the Eels' decent draw and Cleary potentially missing for a week or more. Has he been looking at your team? Let's hope not for his sake. Well, that's exactly what you're running. Moses at halfback, Teddy Pup, uh, Teddy Turbo. Yeah, but I, I'm not sold on Mitch Moses. You know, he's he's got the low no, floor. I wouldn't be sold on Mitch Moses either. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't mind Toby Sexton the other day. Yeah, you yeah. turn in the corner, eh? Oh, look, I don't know if I'm on him. I'll probably watch again this week. Um, but a couple of like older football heads sort of rate him, you know. And if, normally they're not too far off the money. Well, are they the same ones that said Luke Brooks is the next Andrew Johns? I hope not. I don't, because <laughs> you know I don't remember much. <laughs> um, Juzzy, what do you got over there? Oh, wait, did we answer that? Um, oh, I've got Moses at halfback. Not sold on Moses, but in saying that, does have potential there to get get a bit of a roll on, especially early as they tend to do the Eels. Um, I do have him there because of their draw. Their draw is pretty kind. The first opening rounds, yes, he is. Um, so yeah, I, I really, I, I really have looked at Mitch Moses. It is a toss up if I can keep him, but. Um, but yeah, I'd love to start with Tommy. Love to. Love to. Love to start with the Teddy Tommy combo. But in a real world, fuck it hurts you. It, it hurts the rest of your side so bad. That's it. I, I just couldn't spread the rest of the wealth far enough to start with Tommy. I can see him having to drop at least thirty off his average in the first ten rounds, like or over the first ten rounds. Who Tommy? Yeah, I've, he's got to. He's. Oh, yeah. 110, I can see him being able to maintain, but unless there's heaps more points on offer again this year, I mean, I just can't see him being able to maintain 145 average. That was insane last year. He had to get his team to the finals. I mean, this year it's supposed to be about the team, no doubt. I don't know, but he's a freak, so let's see what happens in the best way. He's he's an absolute beast. Um, Brad Smith says, uh, has Saxy been to a dress fitting yet? Bergs, your bride to be? I don't know, Melbourne back in lockdown yet. You know, you know, Danny Andrews just pulls no, me out of his ass. No, they, they took the mask off today, mate. They're back to normal. So lockdown next week. <laughs> Saxy probably won't get to his refitting. <laughs> All right, Brian Ings it says, with the increased potential for late COVID outs this year, should we put greater value on jewels and teams who play a lot of early games, um, i.e. South Broncos, Panthers, so you can sub or trade players? Yeah, well, that's the strategy I, I'm... I think you said the other week is to make sure they're playing and put them in your side early, if you know what I mean. So you've got the bench there to fuck around with later. So if you if they're definitely playing on the Friday, they're best being in your side, yeah. you know. So, yeah. I, I Just get the points on the board in case the weekend goes upside down. Well, no, not the points on the board, so to speak. But if they're going to be your reserve 
anyway, mm. like no doubt about it, they're going to be reserved, then put them on the park. Because if COVID or something does strike and then he's already played, you can't move it around. There's nothing you can do. Um, so if, so if you end up with two of your starters or three of your starters ruled out from COVID early and you've still got three bench players sitting there unplayed, Killing yourself. Yeah, and especially if you've reserved one that's played Friday night when you could have just had him on the park because yeah. he's going to be playing in your side anyway. Unless it's your captain, you wouldn't leave your captain on the bench, clearly. But if if you've got players in your reserves, they might be your shooter players, but just for the save the headache, if you haven't him played and then he's on your bench, there's nothing you can do. You can't pull his score, you can't pull his score off the bench and swap yeah. him with, say, uh, say Angus Crichton. Got 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 COVID. Yeah, but you, yeah, you like know, they said, starting all the early players on the field, and as the weekend progresses, you have them on your bench. Yeah, that's probably your best COVID plan. Yeah, well, I mean, and, that's, yeah. and then say also save your trades, obviously, throughout the rolling lockout to get them in just before their game, so you know they're locked in to play, and you're not going to get a late COVID three hours before the game, and you've used your trades before. I think you're allowed to reverse up until yeah, you out. can now as long as well. It depends how, how if they played the Thursday game. If the dude you've traded has played the Thursday game, you, you're locked out of reversing that trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it, there is there is a bit of gamble in it, um, but that has that is going to help the cause heaps. Like, hey, you can do that now. Reverse the reverse the trade. Like, like remember, I, I remember last year everyone brought in Tohu and then he just got struck down. And it was like, fuck, people like, I think Dan and a couple of other people brought him in that week and he didn't even play. And there was no news until an hour before. Well, people didn't trade out Maddo. You could have reversed trades, yeah. traded out Maddo. And... There's, yeah, heaps of things that could have went a lot better with that tactic. All righty. Um, Jared Watson, uh, who do we think partners Daniel Saifidi in the front row? Is it Clemmer or Jacob? I've seen a report about Jacob. I'd like Jacob. I'd, I'd like Clemmer, just so we keep that Saifidi momentum going. Once Daniel's off, Jacob comes on and just keeps carrying on. Yeah. Well, he's still his game to the next level, Jacob. I rate him. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, he's in your your side. Yeah, yeah, he's... So uh, what do you do if he doesn't get the starting spot and he's coming off the bench? You still have him as your starting front row? Uh, look, in the past, like I know it's a massive gamble, but if he's... If they're sharing those minutes equally, I can see him doing just as good a job as the other two. And if he's coming on when other people are tired, I think he might have that odd better attacking stat rather than the first 10, 15 minutes of the game when everyone's still a bit fresh and defensively sound. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I like He's got appeal to me. He's just got appeal. He's not just to come on and do a job for 15-minute man like he was two, three years back. He's coming mm. on and he's taking his game. It's his game. And he comes on and he does a wonderful job. Yeah, he's probably up there with Clemen now. Or if not surpassed Clemen now. Not yeah. far behind his brother. Alrighty. Um, Luke Smith says, how are you guys planning for COVID? Uh, he, are you planning for enough or two? Uh, seeing the late withdrawals in the Raiders trial scared me a little, so maybe squad depth might be more important than early points. So pretty much you're going to go with enough so early points and options for covering for COVID. 
I mean, how do you cover for COVID? Because you just sort of hope it doesn't strike down your guns or, you know, your cheapies or anything. At least if it strikes down a cheapie, there's a chance it's going to affect everyone. But, yeah, I mean, your mids and your pods and stuff like that. But you've got no control over it. It's a crazy variable. All you can do is try and stay on top of the news, I think. Yeah, it's going to be a difficult year. The winner of this year should get fucking 100 grand. What, they get the Holy Grail? Have you seen? Have you seen what you get? (laughs) No. You get a little trophy. You get a little oh, yeah. Holy Grail trophy, a little Supercoach Holy Grail. Fucking Tim Moody spewing, you get one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out, Timmy. How you doing, buddy? Timmy. Uh, Barry McCormick. Uh, well, this is part two of his question, but I haven't seen part one. Um, Do we answer Lukey's? I think we kind of answered the COVID situation a bit earlier, but yeah, I think he's got a good point there. We go on squad depth. Well, I'm going. Well, I went for 25. I didn't go a single enough, and it was hard to do. Well, but that's it. I mean, ultimately, I was going to save maybe 150 grand by going a couple enough. If a couple of bargain basement cheapies come along, and I can flip placeholders to cheapies, I'll do that. I'll try and spend that 100 grand and do an upgrade on someone. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much <clears throat> where I'm at, Pen and TLT, because yeah, no, nah, I can't afford. I don't think I can afford enoughs. No, well, you can't because. If you don't have the, if you got three nuffs or something to start the season with on the bench, it's going to cost you trades early if COVID does strike your team. Yeah, that's it to move them out and get people in that are mm. playing at the last minute. I mean, it'll be a straight swap dollar for dollar. Yeah, but, but yeah, that it's costing you a trade to replace maybe a twenty point loss if you have someone actually playing on the bench. Yeah. Whereas if I have one of my two hundred fifty to three hundred fifty players go down, I make back one hundred thirty, hundred forty, hundred fifty grand. Just bang, 160 even. Maybe more. I'm bad at math. But the point is, I get that straight in my bank to then be able to use in an upgrade, especially if I use a boost that week to just get the move done. I'm excited for this season because of that. Like, that's going to help out people like me that aren't the best forward planners. I'm going to be able to react to situations as they pop up, and I think it's going to be important. I put a post up the other day, and someone commented on it. 42 trades. You don't need to worry about saving them. You you don't got to worry about anything. It's like, oh, I reckon you're going to, COVID's going to affect more teams than you expect throughout this year yeah I don't know why they just didn't agree to a bubble again no, I don't think they are nah I'm pretty sure they're not they've got uh, sort of protocols where only a few of them are allowed out in public places together but even then you know they're like they'll find ways around that sort of stuff not bring the party to them yeah yeah that's it they're not going to be locked up they've been locked up for two years like the rest of us they're over it so what do you do he says, hey, champions, thoughts on Alex Johnson as a gun center. Uh, I like the look of Jake Clifford as a backup 5.8 or half. Change my mind. <laughs> Keep up the good work, you good motherfuckers. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, not a fan of Jake Clifford. Well, I mean, Gon's the Knights fan and laughed at it, so that worries me. I wasn't laughing. At it. I was laughing at it, that he. I thought he said he was looking at Jay Clifford, but changed his mind. No, we've got to change his mind. Yeah. Ah. Oh. He's asking us to change his mind because he's seriously looking at Jay Clifford. I think Clune's a better option than Clifford. And he's, yeah. I wouldn't recommend you Clune either. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend either of them. To be fair. At Declan Casey going to pick up a spot at the uh, Bulldogs. Well, surely, surely Ockenball's not getting a spot. No, he's useless. Man. He could. He doesn't just refuses to stay on his wing. Just rushes in and does nothing. 
Now, Casey Kidd, well, hardened defence. Decent read too, obviously. Yeah, well, that's it. I, I think that automatically puts him in front of Ockenball for me. Yeah. I just love watching KP get flattened. It was brilliant. Hey, let's, he's Did you shit a KP brick? Bashing. Did you shit a brick for a second? When he went down, you were just like, oh, this would be a rough injury for the trials. Nah, yeah, he's tough. And then KP. he got back up and you were like, yeah, good. You'll be right. He's tough. He's only a tackle, bros. Yeah. That oh, was two more weeks. A lot of the times, one, those spectacular ones don't hurt. Yeah. As much as the unspectacular ones. Yeah, because they're not expecting it. It's that's that bone jar, the one that bone jars you, you just stops you dead. <laughs> you uh, run 100 mile an hour, you stop dead. Virtually slide down a dude. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, it is when you say it like that, yeah. Um, Chris McCullen says, guns or depth? I'm trying for depth. Oh, he's got his team there. We'll go through that later. Ado says, uh, who do you lads like out of current, Maddo or TPJ? TPJ, because of the jaw. Yeah, well, that's why I've gone him. It's why I put him in my team. And High price point, though, but, I mean, compared to the other two, it's around the same, isn't it? Yeah, the same-ish. They all have injury suspension concerns. Yeah, definitely, and we did see a little bit of uh, of angry in TPJ the other day, a little bit of aggro. Probably Maddo's the only one guaranteed 80 out of the three. Yeah. Don't know what's happening with Curran. Yeah, rumour is that he's going to play 13. And he's averages down when he's playing 13, so. Yeah, well, he got quite a few attacking stats playing on the edge last year, which really inflated his score. Yeah, but, yeah, people are saying if he gets 13, he's probably a wait till Tohu comes back and put him back out on an edge. But then who's that affect? Does that affect Aiken or does that affect Katoa? Because there's a lot of boys wanting minutes there. Yeah, there's a lot of water to pass under the bridge. By then, you can judge that on form. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but I mean, it does come into your um, decision-making process, especially when it comes to costing you a trade later in the season or having him maybe not made as much money and then getting stuck in there because I've got one of those every year. Every good. Um, Leash Tetley, who to replace Dunster? Uh, it'll be old, mate. But I think Dunster was like 200... To, like he was semi deer, wasn't he? Like two over two fifty. Yeah, he wouldn't have been. Um, if you haven't got a Suwali, I'd be looking at a Suwali. Targo. Targo. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple. Uh Penasini. If you've yeah, Penasini played some decent footy. Amone, if you like Yeah, he's that. a gamble though, Amone. Oh, yeah, he's a big gamble. Uh Bradley Baxter says, Walker, Hines, or Sexton as halfback uh, if I can't afford Cleary to start the season? Oh, man. None of them, ideally, personally. I think they're all a gamble. Um, I'm not even sold Sammy Walker gets a start. Big adjustments for Nico, but I think he's up for the challenge, to be honest. I was talking to a guy the other day, and guy reckons he's right on Sammy Walker. reckons he's going to be a breakout this year. If anything, it's going to be enhanced by Kiri coming back and the Roosters being at full strength. But does he get the start? Like, what, is he assured the start? What do you like, reckon, Con? Does he get the start? I've probably got Drew Hutchinson in front of him. you got Hutchow in front of him as well. What, because he punctured a lung for the club? No, because he big body in defence. It's true. Sammy's got that attack and flair, though. Yeah, Kiri can produce that. Teddy can produce that. If Joey Marnie if you can get another that. back row pretty much body type in your defensive line on your trial line as a half, I think that helps a lot. All right, fair enough. 
So who, who's your call then? And another thing, like we said in an earlier podcast, if he hasn't added more strings to his bow, he he's predictable. Hines or Sexton then? Oh, oh. If those are the options for the price point they're working with. Yeah, Nico, exactly. Nico, See, exactly. Nico's $200,000 more than Toby Sexton. Yeah, and Nico's in a new club coming off fullback scores. I don't know if I trust that. Mind you, he might be a value pot if he starts finding some form later in the year, but I've also heard whispers that he's going to partner with Moylan. See, I'd probably go Moses over Bay for them. Yeah. Or even A-Ray over Bay for them. I don't like any of them. But... No, that's it. I wouldn't want to end up with any of those guys unless I was playing a draft, and even then, wants a strong word. Yeah, it's only a three, three-person choice, I think, at halfback. Cleary, Chez, Jerome. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. And yet... Cleary could be a smoky. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. I mean, so could Cody, especially if he has to step up and take the attack. Or well, the you attack can only get Cody but... at six. Yeah. So that's... Oh, it's Cleary's right. a jewel, so yeah, that's Keary, another valuable thing about him. And SJ, you guys just steer clear completely of SJ. Oh. I want to see how it goes. <laughs> I love SJ. I love SJ, but yeah, he's a fucking liability. Man. I considered it the other day, man. When I was putting my draft together, I was just like, mate, four fifty for a halfback. Oh, he's happy. He's 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 doing good over there. And I was just like, no, nah, I can't trust that. Yeah, no, yeah. He's, yeah, he's very the game day factor. Can't do it. Like the the liability to be pulled out on game day, and then you lose your halfback score, which could be one of the highest scores, you know, which you're up against in your head to heads, especially that week. If you're up against Cleary or something like that, no, nah, I can't afford that. Can't. Oh. And just with him losing that yard of, well, probably three yards of pace now, he's just not so dangerous running the ball. He's all about setting it up and. Yeah, which doesn't necessarily translate. No, nah, that's it. I like him when he wants to take on the line. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, all right, so starting with Toto, pros and cons from Jakob Demek. I don't know. Well, you've got a keeper straight away in your centre wing. Expensive, though. How expensive is he? But if he's averaging the same as what his price is, I guess, well, then unless you see him regressing severely. 736, man. That's halfback money. That's David Fafita money. Yeah, well, unless you see him regressing, he's priced at that to start the season for a reason. I don't see him regressing, not if Nath comes back around one. Um, for me, he's priced where he's at. He, he, he if anyone, can go up. Well, that's it. You know his um, base isn't going to drop. It just depends on how his scoring attacking stats fluctuate, if yeah. they go up or down. Because his he's, he's work rate's there, what's he, 25 to 30 hit-ups a game, yeah. over 300 metres for some games. Um, fucking massive work rate on the dude. And he ducks tackles, breaks tackles. He's good for that too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, it, for me, if you can free up the cash, you, you're in front if you start off with Brian Toto yeah, me, in the centre wing. I feel like you're sacrificing Cleary, you're sacrificing Defi, you're sacrificing well, possibly even two-gun fullbacks. You'd almost definitely turbo 
You know, otherwise you're making some major concessions because I'd like to see a team which looks good with, you know, those sort of options as well as Toto. He's just so expensive to start the season. And it's probably the most volatile position for money changing too. Well, especially if if he goes on a dry spell for a month. If Penrith decide they want to start trying to attack more down the right and sharpen up their right side because their left side's decent, then, yeah, that's it. Toto could be in trouble. I mean, the beauty of Toto is he does those... Uh, kick returns. He, and he does 50, pick up those bases. He picks up those hit ups. So yeah, exactly. Fifty eight, I think. He's that guy. Like, let's let's be real. Same reason Mansell was, man, because he does the kick returns. He does he's, that work. He's a worker. He's so far in front of any other one. Yeah, like, so far in front. Like he, like I don't know, man. He's if I could have the money to get him, I'd have him. Yeah, you got the money to get him. It's just no, whether you choose to spend it that way or not. No, I don't. The money's there for you to buy, mate. Well, he's not though. Because I'd much rather the Tommy so that's or it. the Turbo or the so, But you do have the money available to get him. You're just not willing to spend it. Not in that area. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, Barry, Barry McCormick, uh, his question was actually, um, is it viable to start Turbo, Teddy, Cleary and Deefy? I just don't think it is. Oh. How much does that add up to? I think I think I'll work well, it out. Surely you've got to have a team enough after that. It's nearly 30 40% of your salary cap on four players. You've still got, yeah, 80% of your team to fill. And yeah, well, you're got... looking at about three and a half million there. You're also looking at 400 points a week. Yeah, but then if you got to sacrifice 50, 60s for all these players and go to 30s, maybe 40s on a good day. See, they add up it's, pretty quick too. Yeah, it's not Especially when you've got to do it all over the park and you miss yeah. out on I all really, those guys that do jag the attacking stats. I really stats don't think that's possible. In those positions. Yeah, look, I can't do it. You won't be competitive for one. To be honest, I can afford one, maybe two if you're talking two halfbacks. Although if I was, yeah, to downgrade a halfback, but, uh, sorry, a fullback. But nah, I just don't, I really don't think you can. No, I, think, I think you can take two maybe out of those four. Yeah, I think your team's crazy having... Um, DeFi and Turbo, Teddy Turbo. I think even having three of them is crazy, but if you can manage to make it work, good on you. That's it. If no, the cheapies can't. turn up and the middies land in the right spot, it could be justifiable. Yeah, yeah it's it. You might be able to make the puzzle fit, but at the moment I can't see a way to do it without. You've got to pick two, in my opinion. Um, what, two out of those four or just? Yeah, two out of those four. And you can have any two out of those four, really, and still make it work. Although, Teddy Cleary, uh, Turbo Cleary is the hardest one to make work because... You're giving up a lot of cash. Turbo's obviously the hardest individual to get in. Cleary being second, but personally, yeah. What reckon... is it? 2.2 million for those two dudes. Uh, yeah, close to it, yeah. That's a lot of coin, man. That's it. You're starting to get to a quarter of your salary cap. You're not far off it. You're one midi. But in the re- in realistic world, that's how it goes. Like you got you got your fucking ten dudes there on hundred. I mean, look, they're both marquee whatever. players for their clubs, and they are that for a reason. But it's a lot for your super coach season. Yeah. Well, like, the difference is clubs have years to build and extract value out of their players. We have to do it on an annual basis, starting from ABC, and you know what I mean, getting to the end. So the start of the season is all about getting value and building value. And I think spending a quarter of your salary cap on two players, ten percent of your players, you know, is crazy. Yeah, where we are. Uh, that's about it. Okay, I got a quick one. Just a quick one. Just, just now. If anyone else can answer this, um, <clears throat> send me a message so I can send this 
to Mark. Now, Mark Hindle sent me a message asking, what's the key to the long game in making it to the top 1,000? Like, in your opinion, like, I know there's there's so much involved, but can you sort of give him some pointers in what way to to go about getting there? I think buy planning's massive for it. Yeah. Saving your trades. Yep. Um, well, he's have a think. What do you? Well, you got any over there? I'm probably Tom? starting with as many as your dream team as possible. Who you want to finish with? Yep. Working around there. What's the long game? Build. That's it. Build money, and then just as far as I'm concerned, if you're going to do the origin thing, do the origin thing for round one, um, for the first buy rounds. But then by the time you get in second buy rounds, every trade should be building to that dream team. And, yeah, starting with as many as possible. Um, I'm looking to try and get about nine in. Although, to be honest, when I did look at and build my team, I actually haven't checked off how many I've got off my dream team in there. So, uh, yeah, I've definitely got to go back and do that. I've probably got three. Yeah. I might be able to quickly go back now. Um, Best advice I can give you is planning man like you're planning like i know planning comes undone very quick you do some planning um check out some podcasts um ask around you've seen you've seen the dudes that have been up there the last couple of couple of years maybe around the traps maybe ask some questions in the group what what other people's opinions are i wouldn't take everyone's opinion to heart i'd just take what i could from everyone's opinion and go with, with the best information i could at hand um, but it's going to come down to you crunching a, a lot of numbers and doing a lot of planning. Um, Brad Brad Smith, I know, plans up to eight trades in front, you know, and it's, that's something I, me, myself, can't wrap my head around getting that far in front. I can think three, four, but up to eight trades in front is a massive thing, and he he seems to have a plan, and, and he's consistently out there. So it's wor- it works for him, and that, that comes from a lot of hard work and putting in effort on your, in his own time. Like He listens to all the podcasts. He, he's got his head wrapped around Supercoach, you know, and that's up to you to then sort of do that in your own time and, and, and at your own pace as well because not everyone can do it and has the time to do it, but you've got to find your way to get into it and just work what's best for you and then the rest of it's luck bro and if you're unlucky like me <laughs> shit you'd be 30,000 to spend the rest of the year trying to chase it up like I do like that's that's the basic start to the last three or four of my seasons except for one where we went on a bit of a tear as a podcast and um yeah other than that good luck man it's all, all right. about the luck how many of my dream team do you reckon I got in my draft side two four eight eight Maybe the rest of your team's terrible, or your, your dream, dream team's terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, no, because there's there's a few options in there. Well, that's right. You put like, like fourteen dudes in it. No, no, no. But team me wrong. I am. I've I've got the lower end of my team. He's got all. I don't have halves. all the high end guns. I've got a lot of the lower end ones. But that being said, like we're talking people like Kiri, TPJ, Teddy. Trell or Puffy, whichever one I run with, you know what I mean? Like, so we're not talking garbage, mm. but yeah, eight in total. So th- that's not a bad start. I've got to chase Cleary, I've got to chase Defi, I've got to chase Turbo. So, I mean, that might be a viable position that a lot of super coaches are actually starting their season with this year. 
is not being able to start with any of those three and having to pick up other people instead. So, I mean, they're for formidable targets to chase down, chase down, you know, three biggest guns in the positions that they're in. Absolutely. Can I do it? Only time will tell. Yeah, it's, it's rough. It's a rough, it's a rough year. Rough year. Yeah. So, it's going to take a lot of like thinking this year to start well, I think. Come Where on, Tommy Starling. <laughs> we done. Lock down that number nine. Yeah, I think we are. All right, let me just quickly run through the list of draft again. If anyone missed it earlier, there's draft podcasts. Um, Fig Jam Rowdy does write-ups with us on the supercoach360.com website. www.jaftadoosanau or anything? No, 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 360.com. Sweet. Supercoach360.com. Then there is the Three Wise Draftman, the Headbin Podcast, BDE. Still didn't look it up, do your own research. And the Weekly Rubdown has a rub lab on the Discord. So if you're already on the Discord with Supercoach Hub and all the good people over there, um, I suggest you... Find the Discord or find Jared Watson in the groups or around. He's he's part of our group, so if you really want, um, I'll sort something out on the podcast page with him. Um, and, yeah, also just want to thank all the people that have seeded me and Con into their leagues, like um, the THC and the Pod... Oh, it's not the... It's the Podmasters Cup and stuff now. Uh, massive effort from you guys. I sort of, like... Realise how much work goes into what you do. That's a massive effort. So, cheers, guys. Thank you. Alrighty, yeah. So check out supercoach360.com. Uh, what have I done with the group codes? Uh, join the Podmasters group, a public public league where you get to play against all the podcasters in one place. This is the public league one? Yes, this is the public league one that definitely wasn't created at all because Berg stuffed up on the podcast the week before. Had He's nothing to do with that, I promise you. Thank the man. Uh, 104397 for that one. 104397. And, of course, the Supercoach360 group code uh, 790873. Make sure you also check out uh, NRL Supercoach Tragics on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you look for us. We're breaking down the podcast into little manageable bad-sized pieces for you all uh, on YouTube, uh, section by section. So, yeah, look for that, uh, Supercoach360 on YouTube. Uh, you can find us everywhere you find your podcast. If you want to win the Supercoach Championship ring, we're not going to – I mean, look, send us the shout-outs, right? I'll get you a ring if you send me a shout-out straight up, right? You get me a shout-out, I'll send you a ring. I'll figure it out. Um, you 20 cent one out there. Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say which one it was. Um, leave us a Facebook review. Best Facebook review uh, goes into the draw uh, to win the ring. When do you want to give it out? I don't think just anything related to social media, whether it's no, nah, it's too hard. To, it's too hard to track. I need, End of the year. I need something tangible. Good old year. Bring Pardon? your friends. Best ride up wins. All right, best review throughout the year, Facebook review. So review us on Facebook. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash supercoach360. We can come up with something better. All righty. Um, yeah, big ups to Rowdy Rick Harrington with the Fig Jam podcast. See you uh, Thursday, Rowdy. All the boys in the Supercoach Bitch. live chat, uh, Discord. Hopefully uh, Tom. What was it? Footy. Weekly Rubdown. Weekly Rubdown, Rub Lab, Discord. The Rub Lab's the, the part that gets me. There's nothing better than Rub Lab. The Rub Lab sounds like a milking factory for men. And, I mean, look, it very well maybe. You guys do what you got to do. Um, 
Yeah, that's about it from all of us here at Supercoast 360. What an odd note to end on, but that's hey, how people usually feel about meeting me. Milking factory. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what else is a rub lab? Anyway, we'll see you next week. See you, peeps. Peace. It's a Discord group. Rub